Hello, hello, hello. How are you? What's up, people? How are you doing? Today I have a lovely topic and it is loving oneself radically. And yeah, you got it right. I know we always talk about things we need to change or how to tackle difficulties, but today we're going to reclaim our worth. Before I start, I want to thank you for all the beautiful messages about the tapping session. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. Thank you for your, all your DMs through Instagram. Remember, you can always DM me to Georgina Hudson G, my name, my surname, and G of Gate. And you can always email me, of course. And so today's topic is growing the love for oneself. This is so wonderful for me. I love this topic. We're going to take off many layers surrounding this topic to see what prevents us from going through life feeling lighter and ecstatic. And the idea is also to question our obsession with what we don't want, what we don't like, what doesn't work and what doesn't last. And then we're going to explore how to focus on what we our worth, what we do have, what we do want, what we do like, and what works. Ah, I'm out of breath. And why it is so important. And to be honest, I was inspired by a lot of my clients. I imagine this blog as a puzzle with bits and pieces from all my conversations in session. My talks with my clients are courageous, challenging, honest, and compassionate. And if there is something that is very clear to me from these interactions and from my own experience, it is that the fear of not being enough and the fear of not being accepted prevents us from loving ourselves. It doesn't allow us to honor our deepest being and to recover our worth. As a case study, and only with the objective of learning together, because I don't want to talk about myself, okay? I'm going to tell you something about my life, and it will surely resonate with you. But this is only to learn together, okay? When I was very young, influenced by my family and culture, I bought into the idea that if I was a good student, I'd be able to go to a good university. If I went to a good university, I was going to get a good job. If I took care of my physical appearance, I was going to meet someone who would love me. If we both graduated with excellent grades, we'd get married and buy a house. We'd start a family and succeed in both careers. And the mess started right there. Except for the part about getting married and having kids, which, God bless, my instinct helped me to put off until it was a real visceral desire. I did all the rest, you know, the ticks on the to-do lists, those, you know, emojis. That was me, you know, I was ticking everything and doing everything with very popular boyfriends included. And do you know what the result was? Lack of love for myself, feeling uneasy about my life and having an obsession for everything that I didn't want. As I mentioned at the beginning, this fixation about what we don't want, what we don't need, and what doesn't work. I remember looking at myself in the mirror and being unable to recognize myself. 
I didn't know who I was and of course I rejected all the emotional distress that I was going through terribly. I had no idea of how to soothe my pain. So what did I do? I closed my eyes and I did what I knew how to do best. I went into busyness mode and goal achievement fixation. I worked for hours and days on end. I tried hard to do everything flawlessly. And of course I was praised for my sacrifice. And to make up for all the bustle at work, the hustle and bustle, I went out a lot on weekends. But it didn't work out. My internal pain only increased. I kept feeling that I didn't want that life for myself and I didn't understand why, but I didn't love myself. My dissatisfaction was complete. And there is a lot to unpack here. And let's start by taking off the first layers on our way to the heart of the issue. When we look outside and fulfill what is expected from us and when we kill ourselves to look perfect, we disconnect from our essence and our deepest needs. Our path is unique and we are the ones who must design it with intention and on our own terms. Nobody can dictate to us what to do. Jung The Swiss psychiatrist and psychologist wisely put it, who looks outside dreams and who looks inside awakens. And on top of all that mess, there's the feeling that since we don't feel we are enough, we have to tackle every obstacle and we need to be perfect so that the world recognizes us. The problem is that even if the entire population worshipped us, We aren't going to love ourselves because we're going to constantly depend on external approval. And it's a never-ending thing or job to seek for external validation. The pat on the shoulder comes in handy, of course, but it is a side dish. We are the ones who must love ourselves totally and unconditionally. Your titles don't matter, nor whether you are liked by all those who come across. The key is to be comfortable in your own skin. It is our duty to honor our being, not because of our circumstances, but because we are alive. You may think that it is arrogant to celebrate yourself, and this is something that came up in one of my sessions, or that it's selfish to love yourself. But if you move with confidence and with the best intentions at heart, you'll be able to share your gifts with the world with absolute certainty and the peace of mind that you are on the right track. If we continue to remove layers, another important issue appears. And this is our refusal to feel uneasy. You might be saying to yourself, normal, Georgie, who likes feeling like that? When we don't like something, Our biological reaction is to fight, flight or freeze. We desperately look for ways to take away, to cover and to fix what feels uncomfortable. It's almost as if we couldn't put up with ourselves. This discomfort often manifests in projections towards other people, creating unbearable internal toxicity. But when we let go, 
which is not the same as giving up. Because I have seen in, you know, on social media that people have started to say, oh, you know, people talk about letting go and that is giving up. No, 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 it's not the same. Letting go is surrendering with confidence and belief in ourselves and life. Life with capital letters. And when we let go, everything becomes lighter. I remember perfectly well when I was very young that I cried a lot because after a time in London, my lack of financial means led me to return to my parents' house for a time. And think about it. How could I love myself when I was feeling furious, defeated, and that I was moving backwards? I remember I couldn't stop asking myself why that was happening to me when I was so good and I had so much to give. I, I was in total uh, victim mode. And I remember it vividly. Uh, I arrived at the airport crying my eyes out, don't laugh. And suddenly, some inner peace started to shower me from head to toes. At that time, I even felt that the presence that I couldn't see was by my side. I don't know. And of course, I cannot guarantee that it would happen. I couldn't say right now that was the truth. But I just know something for certain that there was nothing I could do at that point. And when I let go, I buckled up and rested with the certainty that everything was going to be fine when I returned to my center. And it did. Because life is like that. Life has bittersweet moments. The secret is to savor and internalize the good ones to be more prepared for the difficult ones. There are no magic recipes, no, no, no. Our inner selves must be cultivated with a soul that's awake and full of love. And you must be asking yourselves, how can we do that? You can do it by developing a mindful presence in the here and now, going with the flow, valuing life's opportunities and seeking relief from challenges with healthy habits. That brings us back to our center. And all that is there is love. As neuroscientist Rick Hansen uh, usually says, we are like Teflon for good emotions and like Velcro for bad ones. That is strong, but it is so true. That's why we need to do this exercise. When we experience something good, we must allow ourselves to let it sink and to enjoy it and to do the exercise of internalizing those positive emotions because our default mode is to obsess over what doesn't feel good as I mentioned at the beginning. So ask yourself what can I do to get on my side? What can I do to nurture myself? What can I do to claim my worth? What needs my attention and my care? What do I need to accept without attaching to those circumstances? And to round off, I'd like to say a few words about self-compassion. This will help you embrace and love who you are viscerally. First of all, I'd like to clarify something, as there's confusion about this concept. Self-compassion is sometimes interpreted as being synonymous of sorry for oneself and an attitude of, oh, poor me. But that is not correct. Self-compassion is just the opposite. It is having enough courage to see clearly what is happening to us and to attend to it 
with kindness. It is treating ourselves with the same love that we treat our loved ones. It's the concept of compassion, but directed to oneself. When we learn to relax, to contact our vulnerable areas with curiosity and tenderness, we wake up from the trance that tells us that we aren't enough. And that is a trance and we can wake up. It's always possible. And there's something even more beautiful in the concept of self-compassion. And it is that although it has a lot to do with self-esteem, the latter is related to a positive evaluation of ourselves which is the result of our appreciation or that of other people's. Unlike self-esteem, self-compassion doesn't require passing tests. Isn't that beautiful? It simply helps us navigate life's challenges with care, gentleness and love. And we need to shower with that love and we need to love ourselves. We need to lean into that love When we love ourselves healthily and radically, we create a magnetic field where suddenly we begin to receive, we begin to see clearly and to enjoy and to love with eyes wide open and to do our bit to make this world better. It is a path, not a destination. It is an exercise, not a result. And it is our birthright. So let's reclaim it. Let's love ourselves and let's do it radically if you know someone who can benefit from this blog forward it to them and invite them to subscribe in this way we start building bridges that help us live life feeling more awake and enjoying our day-to-day life thank you for being there let me send you a big hug please feel it and till next week